Greetings and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 81, Sunday, July 29th, 2018. I am James Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, from TokyoJazzSite.com, coming to you as always from the rough and gritty streets of North Yokohama in Japan. Minasama, OK Jazz, Yokoso, Dai 81kai podcast o hajimemasu. TokyoJazzSite.com no James Catchpole desu. この番組は音楽ジャンルやスタイルの枠を超え、僕個人のプレイリストに数週間のコテた音楽や皆さんにご紹介したいと感じて素敵な曲を流しています。Well, we kicked off today's show with another tune from James Creole Thomas and the Omas Sextet Band. That was a song called First Ways. It played from this album on last week's show as well. It's a very fresh-sounding record from that family band. Those guys uh, originally came from Haiti, but were raised in Louisiana in the United States. And I believe that currently James Creole Thomas is living on the island of Mauritius in the Indian Ocean. Really love the percussion on this album. Great mix going on there. And that's released on the Inpartment label here in Japan. Many thanks to everyone over at Inpartment. They've been very kind to send me a lot of new music over the last couple of years. It really helps me to keep up to date with what's uh, what's happening in the music world. There's so many new releases every month, it's hard to keep track sometimes. Uh, right now on my desk here at the OK Jazz headquarters, I've got about 15 plus CDs and probably another 10 or so albums on MP3 that i got to listen to this week. But that's some fun homework during this crazy hot weather we're having. Well, it did look like the heat wave broke just for a couple days here in eastern part of Japan, and then a typhoon made landfall. It's been one weather disaster after another. I was reading the other day how the entire northern hemisphere, stretching from England all the way over through to Japan, has just been enduring record heat. It's kind of frightening to think how hot it's going to be in another 25 years or so. I'll be close to 70 years old by then. Hopefully up to OK Jazz episode number 500, if the jazz gods are willing. But let's get into this episode first. I got another track coming up from my new Congolese friends in London. Been really digging their album this summer. Got some very local music that I recorded live in Bali uh, during my trip there last spring in March. Some classic old soul and a brilliant live jazz cut to close out the show later on. First up, let's go to trumpeter Yusuke Shima. I interviewed him last week for my monthly radio program called Tokyo Jazz Map. You can hear that interview at the jjazz.net website, along with this month's selection of new Japanese jazz releases. Shima-san is a really nice guy who's been doing a lot of interesting collaborations over the last few years, and he's also one of the few Japanese jazz musicians I've met who regularly plays live gigs in Thailand. He's been going over to Thailand for the last five years or so, playing with some local people there. I'd really love to check out the jazz scene in Bangkok one day and hear what's going on. So anyways, Shima-san has just released a new record called Wa Jazz Volume 2, in which he collaborates with shamisen player Yutaka Oyama, and Japanese percussionist Masaki Otawa. This is a very cool album, one of the few that I've heard to successfully incorporate traditional Japanese instruments like the shamisen and the wadaiko drums into a jazz context. Have a listen now to what these guys do with the Duke Ellington classic Caravan. This is how you really bring something fresh to a jazz cover. From the album Wa Jazz Volume 2, Yusuke Shima and the band with Caravan. OK Jazz, episode number 81. Ikimashou!
exclusively and they go to Spain. I keep on loving you just the same. Cause I don't care where you go. Some good old soul music there from Memphis, Tennessee, of course. That was a group called the Mad Lads singing I Don't Want to Lose Your Love. Well, I've got that tune on the complete Stax Volt singles, 1959 to 1968 box set. That's a 9-CD collection of every single issued by the great Stax label during those years. Absolutely awesome collection of music. Seriously, there's not a bad track on there. 244 singles, and all of them are good. And you've got all the super famous stack singers and groups like Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, Carla Thomas. But you've also got a lot of singles from very unknown groups like who we just heard there, the Mad Lads. Memphis is one of the great musical cities in the world and the Stax Volt label is a big reason why. So if you're at all interested in the history of soul music, you must get this set. The complete Stax Volt singles, 1959 to 1968. You can dive into that all summer and never get bored. Okay, uh, well, the history of the Stax label is very interesting, and at this point, after a lot of complicated business deals, it seems that Atlantic Records now holds the rights to all of this old Stax music. But Atlantic was, of course, a great label of their own and issued a lot of good soul music over the years. Here's one of my favorites. I happened to hear this the other day when I was out, and uh, I immediately just started singing along out loud, much to the amusement of the Japanese people that I was with. This is King Floyd with Groove Me. Yeah. 
went in a very different direction there. From Memphis, Tennessee, we flew over the ocean to Ghana, home of so much incredible music, including that one in a style known as palm wine music. That was the Kakaiku band singing a song called Kwame Nkrumah Wawina Fam. Palm wine music originated in the early 20th century among sailors along the coast of West Africa. It was a mix of Latin and Caribbean rhythms on the acoustic guitar. It was named after the local alcohol, palm wine, made from the sap of palm and coconut trees. I drank palm wine once, and while it's tasty, it's not an experience I think I'd like to repeat, because the morning after was certainly a good six or seven hours I'll never get back again in my life. But I've got this tune anyway on the excellent CD set. It's called Palm Wine Music of Ghana, from Palm Wine to Guitar Band High Life. And that was released here in Japan by my good friend Harada-san at El Sur Records in Shibuya. Many thanks to Harada-san for giving me a copy of that. Over the years, it's just insane how much music I've learned from him. Uh, just going over to his shop, bringing a couple beers, and chatting about tunes from all over the world. He's an encyclopedia of knowledge about music from almost every country. And, you know, people like Harada-san are the reason we need record shops still. It's those experiences and relationships that you just can't replace by ordering online. But look, I'm not an old fogey and I'm not going to complain about the internet. As I mentioned on the last couple of shows, I made a new friend via Facebook. Uh, Mr. Nickens Nkoso sent me a message a couple weeks back. Nickens leads the great Congolese group Kasai Masai, who are based in London. I've been playing tunes from their album Sunshine Music on the last episodes of the show. Let's get into another one then from Kasai Masai. This is Maman. Sous-titrage 
beautiful music there. Balinese Gamelan recorded live at the Tri Pusaka Sakti Arts Collective in rural Bali during my trip there a few months ago in March. I was very lucky to be able to sit down and interview that troop's leader, Mr. Nyoman Budi Arma. And that article has not been published yet. I will let you know as soon as it is. But it was a real remarkable experience to meet and talk with Mr. Nyoman all about how he struggles against some pretty difficult odds to preserve Balinese traditional music, art, and dance. And then I was very lucky when they invited me to come to their group rehearsal on a Sunday evening. They were preparing to go off to play at the Fes Festival in Morocco the next month promoting Balinese culture overseas. What a real treat. I love to do that whenever I travel anywhere. I mean, of course I want to hit the tourist spots, but what makes me happy is just to meet some of the local musicians, sit down and talk with them, and get a feel for what their life is like. Well, while I was in Bali, I also got to meet jazz pianist Astrid Suleiman. She is one of the main organizers of the Ubud Village Jazz Festival in Bali. This year's edition of the festival is happening next weekend. It's a very special jazz event located in one of the most stunningly beautiful places in the world. Unfortunately, I had some major sound issues with this interview, so I've only got a couple of minutes to share with you, but there's some interesting points from Astrid where she explains why they have the jazz festival in Ubud Village in Bali and what makes the festival stand out. So here's a short interview I did with Astrid Suleiman from the Ubud Village Jazz Festival in Bali. So why do you think that in Bali, the, the culture here is more inclusive or open to accept this kind of jazz festival? And why specifically in Ubud? Yeah. Well, I think Ubud is the center of the art creation in Bali. And then I think people there is more appreciative to any kind of arts, not only music. So can be painting, can be poems, can be yoga. Yeah, well, I think it's more centered there. So I mean, if you're looking for a party or if you're looking for a DJ thing, you can come down to the south and then uh, have the party there. But not definitely, it doesn't suit with Ubud. Uh, that's why we pick Ubud as our venue's festival. Now this is the sixth... Uh, sixth edition of the festival yeah, yeah. six year now it's interesting we were talking before that you said that um you try to keep the roster purely with jazz groups yeah, yeah. not bringing in any other genres r&b etc why is that yeah because we want to have like a specific jazz festival which we don't have in indonesia we have like more than 62 jazz festivals along the year and then most of them they have the same lineups from the west until the east so we don't want that we kind of like want uh, our own lineups with our own character so people come to the festival which they already know oh this is their character and then we can see different lineups and then they they, yeah, they can wait like surprises in our festival and you also said that the lineup is um, you try to keep the ratio of about one quarter of the of the acts are international um, but 50% are local Balinese musicians. And these are all jazz musicians. Yeah. So why did you decide on that ratio? Yeah, because I want them to feel like they have this festival. This is not outsiders festivals, but people who lives in Bali, who earn from Bali soil, they have like the jazz festival, the ideal jazz festival. So they can feel like they have this festival. It's not only me who organized the jazz festival, but they kind of like feel, oh, this is the jazz festival that we're proud of. No, tell me a little bit more about um, your career. So I know that you're not from Bali, you're from Java, you're from Jakarta. Yeah. And how did you start playing the piano? 
<laughs> Good song, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I started to learn piano when I was four. I learned classical music uh, for I think 14 years until I graduated, and then I became a piano teacher. And then I loved jazz since I was in junior high. So I learned by myself, self-taught. So um, when I was in college, I came to some teachers uh, for some courses. But I think most of the jazz theory and then jazz improvisation, I learned it from Yuri, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Astrid. Great to chat with yeah, you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. <laughs>
Nice one there from guitarist Gilad Hexelman. That was a tune called The Ghost of the North from his 2013 album, This Just In. Well, I saw Gilad play here in Japan and also at the Ubud Jazz Festival in Bali when I was there in 2014. He's a real great guitarist. He's got a new album coming out this September. It's called Ask for Chaos. I look forward to picking that one up. And I hope he gets back to Japan for some live dates to promote it. Okay, next up, um, from maybe last year's best new release, uh, you know, one of the best albums in years, period. I think I've played three or four tracks from this on uh, previous shows. It's the Trio da Cali and the Kronos Quartet, and their album called La Dilikan. Absolutely just outstanding and perfect recording. I know that I speak a lot in hyperbole here on OK Jazz when talking about music, but trust me, this is really one of the most beautiful records you will ever hear. The Trio da Cali are from Mali in West Africa, and the Kronos Quartet, of course, are a long-running group from the United States. This is a real unexpected but flawless collaboration. Here's another tune from the record. This one is called Kanimba. Kanimba, Kanimba, Kanimba. Thank you. 
No need to introduce that voice, the one and only Aretha from Amazing Grace, the complete recordings. That was You've Got a Friend, Precious Lord, Take My Hand. I'm not a religious person, but I imagine hearing that one done live in a church is going to be enough to make you fall to your knees to praise Jesus. Just stunning stuff there. Now that concert was actually recorded live in 1972, and there was a documentary film shot by the director Sidney Pollack. But various technical and legal issues came up, and it's prevented it from ever being released. It's a real shame. Aretha Franklin, man, just unbelievable. You can't pick up the two-CD set of that entire concert, uh, recorded live at a Baptist church in Los Angeles. It's as good as you would imagine. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the tunes this week. You've been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 81. For this and every episode's playlist, check the OK Jazz program page at tokyojazzsite.com. You can stream the program there, or you can download it via iTunes or listen on the SoundCloud page. Be sure to also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at atmarkmrokjazztokyo. And if you want to get in touch with me directly in Japanese or English, you can email me, mrokjazz at tokyojazzsite.com. Now, next week's show is going to be a real special edition. Uh, we're going to be pre- previewing the Sukiyaki Meets the World Music Festival, which is happening at the end of August. It's one of the events I look forward to every summer. Let's go out today, though, with another special live cut. Uh, this is a real long one. It's the Standards Trio of Keith Jarrett, Gary Peacock, and Jack DeJanette. Now, obviously, from their name, they started off interpreting standards. But in the early 2000s, they started playing some heavily long improvisations in concert, completely spontaneous compositions. 
I love this one from the album called Inside Out, which is a great title for this kind of music. Here is From the Body by Keith Jarrett, Gary Peacock, and Jack DeJanet. I'll be back next week with the next edition of OK Jazz. Until then, 皆様聞いていただいてありがとうございます。また今度、James Catchpole でした。